Hi, this is Regeline Sabah, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. Today, we are going to discuss mindset and leadership. My guests today are Dr. Angelica Benavides and Julie Juju Christopher. Welcome to the show, ladies. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from, Dr. Angelica, and Juju will be joining us in a few minutes. Yes, thank you, uh, Gigi, for inviting me on your show. I love being here. And I am from uh, Texas, so I'm really close to Dallas. I'm in the Arlington, uh, Texas area. I love it. Now, my first question to you is, how important is it to maintain a positive mindset in life and business? It's really important that as a leader that we have a positive mindset. And it's not that you always have to have a positive mindset, but that you know the direction that you're headed so that when you do run towards those obstacles or you have uncertainties or doubts, that you have the vision, you have the knowledge, you have the knowing of where you're headed so that you have that mindset of this is where I need to be or this is where I'm at and this is where I need to get to. And when you do see those obstacles, you can plan as you're moving towards your goals as a leader. I mean, that's what I really believe because mindset could be tough sometimes when you have struggles, but if you have the knowing of where you want to be, you can always find the way. Very powerful. Mm -hmm. Now tell us a time where you had to shift your mindset from a negative mindset to a positive mindset. Oh my goodness, there's been a lot of moments where I had to shift, you know, especially when times get very, um, they become stressful for me specifically, like I get triggered, I get triggered because of the stress and I know where I want to be and I know what I want to accomplish, but whenever there's other leaders involved and we can't see the same goal or we can't, we don't have the same vision. I think that that's when I kind of struggle in trying to get in alignment again and be on that path, on that same common path uh, of, from the other leaders. So one of the things that I always tend to do is I, I meditate a lot and, and I stop everything I'm doing and, um, uh, I just go within and I get very present and feeling my emotions, knowing that I am here, just being in touch with who I am and what I am, and just forgetting about that goal, forgetting about the obstacle or the challenge that I'm having so that I detach from it. And then I become again, very centered and very focused on me now, like, like I'm here, um, and I begin to, I have a process on doing that. So I think it's powerful that we do that. And I also practice breath work. So, uh, I'll call someone that does breath work with me. And one of these individuals is Dr. Francesca. So she facilitates the breath work with me. So I become very in tune with my soul again. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Now, what does leadership mean to you? Leadership means that I can see the bigger picture and I can get other people to see it with me because I'm able to really be detailed 
be very, uh, I can paint the picture for them. And we have a common ground. We have a common understanding of what needs to be done. Where do we need to be? And really having people understand the mission and the vision so that together we can create it. And, and that's basically what I think that a leader is, someone who um, is able to help others see what the mission and visions are. Very powerful. Mm -hmm. For the individuals who are struggling with overcoming the major challenges in their life, what is the best advice you would give them? Well, if you're trying to overcome like a big obstacle in your lifetime, it again, it's the detachment from what you see as the end results and being able to understand. It's like you don't have to agree with the other person, but you have to understand like Stephen Covey says. He says, first, seek to understand before you, you are understood. So one of the things that I do is I try to understand the other person's perspective, beliefs, values, and expectations, because it's all about expectation. So sometimes I have to see where my expectations are as well. And then where can we negotiate? That's when negotiation skills come. And then you can have non-negotiables and say, you know what, like, I'm not going to negotiate with this. But then you have some negotiables where you can really become in alignment with each other so that you can continue creating momentum. Absolutely amazing. Now, tell us more about a major challenge that you had in your life and what are some of the steps that you took to overcome that challenge? Yeah. One of the biggest challenges, as you know, Gigi, I mean, I, I went through cancer, but when I was diagnosed with cancer, it wasn't one type of cancer, it was two types of cancer. And not only did I have cancer, but I went through bankruptcy because all the money I had in savings, like for five years, I struggled with illness and I did not want to work the way that I was focused on. So I used up all my savings during that time. So your health is your wealth. So I lost a lot of my wealth. I had to lose I had to let go two of my homes. I gave one to my ex-husband and then the other one, I just let it go because I, I did not want to worry about it. And then I was ready to lose the one I was in, you know? Um, so everything, I mean, my whole world tumbled in front of me. You know, my finances, my health, uh, my career was even because I I didn't want anything. I didn't want anything. The only thing I was focused was on on regaining my whole being and my soul and reconnecting to me, right? To live again. And my husband at the time left, he left with another woman. So as you can see, all areas of my life crashed in front of me. But one of the things I did, again, I'm going to go back to meditation and really reconnecting to your soul, like diving deep. And I would really just sit there and acknowledging me, I'm here, uh, I'm not my body, you know, I'm not this disease, I'm not this relationship, you know, I am I am more than that. So I just kept repeating a lot of that. And of course, I love the Honopono prayer, you know, I love myself, and I love you, and I forgive myself, and I forgive those that affected me and, and, and hurt me. And 
I would say I love you, you know, and I, I would go into the deep energies of love. Like I love you. And then especially I had to love me. I had to fall in love again with me because I went through tremendous, tremendous, tremendous changes, both physically my body because of the cancer, you know, and all the surgeries I had and falling in love with me again, that, you know, stop comparing myself with this other woman that my husband left me for and saying, I'm beautiful. I am worth loving. I am worth caring and, and just, being acceptance for who I was and standing strong in in my my own presence, you know, in my own skin. And um, I think that as women, even men, like you have to fall in love with yourself again, because we, I was a people pleaser for a whole, for many, many years. I was like, oh, they need me. And I would drop everything, whether it was hurting me, whether I met my needs, whether like I dropped everything for someone else. You know, I was a caregiver. I, I dropped everything. But during those five years or, or six, even six, I, I it was about me. It was about loving me, about discovering who I wanted to be, about detaching from the expectation. Like if if I die tomorrow, I lived today and being very present in in the day that I was living. So that was magical for me, living the present because I'm I'm a workaholic, you know, so I'm always running and doing things. So I think that that brought me back to be present, to acknowledging me. And uh, and I still need to be reminded again, you know, because we we work a lot. Like I work a lot. I'm, I'm a workaholic and and I do it because I'm passionate about it, but I do have to stop and, and breathe and be present in my body. Amen. Breathing truly matters and getting quiet and just listening to him truly matters. Now, you mentioned your health is your wealth. Let's talk about wealth for a moment. Yes. For those who say that they can't love money, what would you tell to those individuals that it's okay? It's okay that they can receive money. And how important it is to keep their lights on in their business as well. Talk to us about that. Absolutely. You know, wealth is very important. Like you, you are in a human body, like you're a spiritual being in a human body. We are in this life, right? We are in this world. Uh, Gigi's calling us. <laughs> so we are in this beautiful body. And what we have to do, sorry, guys. Uh, um, I'm sorry, Juju's calling us. So, yes, I answered her. She's joining us now. Continue. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, I feel that you know, many times people feel like uh, that because we are, in, you know, we're very spiritual, or because we are leaders of service, they confuse the value of who we are and that we live on this world. So I feel that the wealth is, is good. Like you have to have an exchange of energies, right? Like in return, like I'm going to give you my time and you're going to give me currency. 
or we can exchange programs we can exchange services so there's so many ways that there is an exchange you see money is currency so it's circulation right it's give and receive so how do you give and then how do you receive and i think that as humans we are givers we practice giving 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 and we forget to receive but currency is part of that receiving and then we have to be able to value our services so that we can be able to provide to other people and and they can receive the benefits of our wisdom and our knowledge that we are sharing with the world because i think that as women we have to feel empowered and say you know what if i paid for this then i'm going to exchange it and and share it with the world right there's three systems there's one way where you could have that peer to peer support where it could be free you know peer to peer then there's one where we go and we get trained we get the support from our mentors but then we have to shine our light onto people and then that's where we have the exchange of money so Hello, Juju. Good Hello, Juju. You. Welcome. You're muted, Juju. You're muted, Juju. I was going to say thank you for setting up this trio rendezvous. <laughs> wow. This is mystical, magical and just amazing light to you to bring forth and thank you for adding me into the chat this is awesome you're welcome it's all about helping others walk with purpose now before we move on to you juju with the questions we have for you dr angelica you mentioned being able to receive tell us how you were able to shift that your mindset because in the past you were not able to receive. So now explain to the audience how you're able to receive so that they too can understand they can also overcome that challenge. Yeah. During my journey of discovering me, during the journey of self-discovery, which was when I struggled with the health and everything I talked about, you know, all my, my um, losses and, but I lost everything but I, I had to refine and redefine who I was. And one of the things that I had a hard time doing was receiving. And I had to be bathed, like they had to, I had to get fed because I couldn't move my arms. And I had to ask, learn to ask to be fed. I had to learn to ask to, to take a shower, to get dressed. Um, because I'm in the Dallas area, I didn't have my family at times because they live in, in a different town. So my work, um, my the the my work family, you know, my coworkers became my family, and I had to learn to ask, can can you take me to chemo? Can you take me to my doctor's appointment? Because my son was working, the oldest, he was about seventeen, and the youngest was maybe 13, something like that. In fact, I taught him how to drive during that time because I needed somebody to take me and, and help me even buy groceries and stuff like that. So it was really tough because I'm a giver, I'm a giver. But I learned how to receive and now when people wanna give me stuff, sometimes I feel like, ah, I don't need it, but I'm like, thank you, <laughs> thank you. And I just take, I take because 
it's part of that circulation of energy, you know? Very powerful. Thank mm -hmm. you for sharing that with us. Now, Juju, again, welcome. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Oh, I'm Julie Christopher, known as Juju. Why? Because it's quick and simple, and you remember, my friend. That's why <laughs> part of being smart in your branding. Uh, a little bit about me. I founded Biz Tuition, business, business Intuition. I am uh, studied the science of uh, intuition since birth. So I could say that I could do a little bit about intuition, right? <laughs> so now I lead, I have an entrepreneur tribe, but I lead entrepreneur all over the world, how to really tap into their intuition, their biz tuition, really to excel in their higher path of self-realization so they can empower themselves and others and their tribe as well. So it's more, look at more as a tribe, amplifying everybody's message because I really feel like today is the time to, um, to empower others because we are one. So if I empower you, Gigi, or, you know, or anyone along the path, or each other, you know, it's like we are one. So as we help someone to succeed, we also get to our goal. And it's like, it's a totally different way of, learning and being and thriving in leadership today than it used to be right so um basically yeah i mean i'm in the ceo of biz tuition i have a, a tribe and i'm trying to help as many people as i can <laughs> along the, the way <laughs> very powerful now recently you started a podcast talk to us about how important it is to show up for yourself <laughs> Um, well, it's important, uh, not only it's important, but I, I feel like it's really the key to the, the most important part of being you is to show up for yourself, meaning for yourself as the higher self, the one that is leading the way. In fact, so important that I wrote a, um, a book with Jack Canfield, and the title of it is the league is the odyssey the audacity to lead with your truth and, and so why is this important because it unlocks yourself on your higher purpose so the discovery of that peace learning how to show up with your power self with your best self with your true self is the key to consciousness. So learning that way really becomes an easier way to be in, um, in your path to success, whether it is personal or in business. So showing up, having the audacity to show up with who you are, despite the adversity or despite what the society goes with. So it's like learning how to tap into your truth because that is where your power house is. This is where you power, your fuel is at. That makes any sense? Yes, ma'am. Very powerful. Now tell us more about a major challenge you had in your life and how you had to shift your mindset from a negative mindset to a positive mindset. So first of all, I don't really believe from negative to positive, even though there is negative and positive, there's atoms that are positive and negative. 
But I don't come from that mindset, particularly because I believe more in expansion, in shifting in vibrational mode. So there is never really such a bad experience. It's only a perception to that experience, knowing that you're not the experience that you're living. You are the experiencer. That to be said, Gigi. <laughs> like, for instance, um, one of my experiences, because I, don't, I really truly, truly, truly believe in my heart and soul that such a thing as a bad experience that really doesn't exist. In fact, they're blessing in disguise, right, Dr. Angelica? <laughs> and so the things that, uh, that, that led me to state of survival, like really fighting for my life, um, life and death experiences, literally, I went to heaven and come back, right? So those are the experiences that are really leading you towards your really your higher soul purpose. So think of it as teachers. I never say, oh, there's a bad experience or a good experience. I say, oh, thank you. I am so grateful because now it helped me to discover a little bit more about who I am. What am I here to do? So those bad experiences are in fact such a gift. So how did I transfer from shifting from a place of suffering to a place of joy? Well, the question is, who am I? So it's the discovering of who we are as divine being. And once that happened in those bad experiences, it was a realization that I was not the experience, that I actually was experiencing a, a reality that was part of this, uh, in this moment. However, it was a realization that, ah, uh, uh, okay, if I surrender, hint, hint, <laughs> if I surrender, of course, there is a, a place where you need to survive and you need to, to um, basic instinct. If you're chased behind, if there's a bear chasing you, you're not going to be stupid and meditate. You're going you're gonna to go and, and run as fast as you can. I'm talking about the kind of experiences where you have the choice to self-realize and self-actualize and you tell yourself, oh, this is the experience here. I am here. What do I choose to do? Do I choose to fight something that I cannot really fight because you can't fight? There is a place where, well, I'm dying. <laughs> I can't fight. What is the universe is saying? Perhaps it is to listen. Perhaps it is to surrender mm -hmm. to what God is showing you and showing up today. So as I surrender more and more and more, it became more of a rebirth than a death. And mm -hmm. in the surrendering, I really truly um, uh, saw the light, if you will. And so that is the answer for me is the surrendering and the accepting for what the acceptance for what is instead of the fighting fighting against what god has planned for you mm -hmm. amen 
Now, what does mindset mean to you, Juju? Say again, mind. What does mindset mean to you? Mindset? Yes, ma'am. It means, hmm, you know, I'm going to be a little, a little con controversial here. There's a reason that I don't use mindset uh, as a word. Because mindset, to me, feels like it's, it's uh, puts, puts, put us into a box, right? So I have the mindset of this. I have the mindset of gratitude. Or I have the mindset, and it feels good at first, but if you really sink into it, you realize that it is about vibration rather than it is a mindset. You know, it feels like a mindset is those old programming systems. It's like, you know, set the mindset of that. And then you put yourself again into resistance mode and not so much as a place where you can be flexible. So instead of mindset, it's more like, it's more like, how do we feel? It's about, you know, more about how do, how do I feel rather, what's my mindset? Does that make any, does that answer your question? Yes, ma'am. Elaborate for us. Go a little bit deeper in defining so that. If it's a mindset, and this is why I don't teach anything, I, I teach to unteach. In fact, I even created yoga unteaching yoga training. So where the teachers are coming, teachers who've been training for a long time, they're coming and we unteach so they can start from a place of grace and pure self. So it's removing the block of the mindset that has been learned for such a long time. And when we packed up so much knowledge, and we feel like we know everything, right? Oh, I am that leader. I have all the, but you know what? At one point it gets stuck. Mm -hmm. And how many of us in business and life, we get stuck and we feel, well, I know, you know, I know everything. And it's like that sense of learning, but yet we want to be learning in being creative and flexible. So when I talk about um, mindfulness, and I don't, I don't even like that word of mindfulness very much because it feels full to me, right? <laughs> like the mind is the nature of the mind. Let's go back to this. The nature of the mind, the mind of the brain, don't get, let's not get confused here. That is the brain, which is the part of your body that's in your head. That is the device to learn how to do mechanism, technology and think and all of this. And we need it. There is the mind, which is a field of consciousness. There is the ordinary mind, which is, let's say, if you were to sit down and wanted to meditate, for instance, you sit, you close your eyes, and all of your thoughts come in. Bad, 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 called the monkey mind. <laughs> we call it the vrittis in Sanskrit, which is the fluctuation of the mind. Blah, 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 blah. So we think we meditate, but in fact, we're doing the opposite. 
What we don't realize is that instead of trying to block the thoughts, because the mind, nature, is to think. It feeds out of intellect. It feeds out of stuff. It feeds out of things. It feeds out of ego. Our job is to go above that line, feeling like a glass ceiling, to break through that door and to be free, liberate from the mind. So the thoughts can be here because you're not your thoughts. Remember, you're not the body, you're not the thought. So the thoughts can be here. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna stop the thought, it's impossible. The nature of the mind is to think. So the thought can be here and a lot of time what? We cannot train the mind because we have been conditioned that the mind is training us like the, the mind is walking us on leash every day. It's our job to go beyond that. Let the mind does his thing. But you, the higher self, mm -hmm. can make the choices go beyond the mind. This is where the magic is. This is where you are tapping in to your divine blueprint. So you have to learn how to go behind the mind Mm -hmm. And do the and the thoughts, which is the programs, the programs, blah blah blah. They're gonna be here no matter what. But now, you have the control to access something that is the gateway, as I call it, to heaven. Does that answer your question? Yes, ma'am. Now, mental health is a major issue today, and you talk about individuals being stuck. What would you say to those individuals who are depressed, have anxiety, or are living in fear? What is your best advice to those individuals? My best advice is not really a one best advice. First of all, um, I pray for those individuals because many of us have been there um, and it's a place, a true place of darkness. Mm -hmm. And it's each individual see it through their own perception. So there is no one cookie cutter recipe. Mm -hmm. You can't say, oh, buy my, excuse my French program. Well, I didn't say the word, but buy my stuff and you are going to be amazing. You're not going to be depressed anymore. It's, it's almost impossible because it is not a cookie cut kind of thing. It's such a deep, deep concept and a deep place to be, deep place of suffering, that to remove the suffering would mean that someone like yourself, Gigi, hence, hence, would step in not to interfere in their ways of thinking, but to step in to inspire them to recognize that there is something bigger than themselves, to let them know that they are not alone and that they've never been alone. In fact, they have been protected and guided into the light and 
God consciousness. So someone like QGG could perhaps step in in effort for them to, to see and to seek. In the seeking is the teaching. In the seeking is the advice. In the seeking to what your heart is really about and to realize that you're a child of God, that you realize that this is not happening to you, but this is happening for you. That in fact, this suffering, it is your purpose. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. Very inspiring. Now, yeah. what does leadership mean to you? Do you asking the question on leadership of what's coming now in the new world or the leadership that we used to be comfortable in in the old world? <laughs> in the new world. In the new world. <laughs> the leadership in the new world is what's happening to you, to you in the front of you. I mean, if you're watching this, one, two, three. The universe is happening and manifesting in three. Gigi, Juju, Dr. Angelica, imagine that this is right now a platform of leadership, what's happening in the new world of leadership, which is really stepping in with your what's going on in the moment, really, really truly penetrating uh, a, um, uh, a, a, a organic conversation, but really sharing in from the heart. So the leadership of today, which was many years and, and generations of really not having done that, which is why we're, our country is where it is today, a leadership as today, for me, this is my humble opinion, really should be about evolving and ascending towards unity in a global way, to, or towards a piece of equanimity, a piece uh, versus genders, races, religion, and yet into a, a multi-dimensional reality, which is a leadership that is now fifth dimensional versus third dimensional, linear thinking, grasping in the mind. I'm right, you're wrong. My way, you're freeway, or the freeway. This mm. is leadership of the woman. This is the leadership of sacred divine feminine. This is the age of Aquarius. This is the age of enlightenment. This is about time that the feminine, sacred divine consciousness, the Mary of today, the Marys in the Mary Magdalene are showing up as one, one, two, three, being one body, one mind, one soul, the Holy Spirit, the father and the mother at one, unity. This is what leadership is today. And we all need to start stepping into that role. Amen, unity truly matters. Now, how important is your faith to you? Important is not the word because there is no word. It's so beyond word that <laughs> there is no uh, there is no option. It's a reverence to be able to 
let the faith be the the driver and not the head, ego head. So it's cutting off the head and let the faith be fully the driver and with you accepting that it is getting off the way, even if that means that I don't understand what's going on, but I have faith because if this is happening right now, it's because it's supposed to, and my job is to listen and to make choices that is according to the highest good, not just for me, but everything that's happening around me, including of every people in my life, in my business. So faith is the driver. So important is not relevant. I love it. Now, ladies, before we close out here, is there anything else that you would like to add? Well, I just wanted to add, based on what Juju was saying, is that, um, you know, going back to that dark um, part or that moment of being in a dark place and being lo lost, you know, there's John of the Cross. I mean, I love his work. I love his where he talks about the dark um, dark place of the soul or, you know, I'm not saying it correctly right now, but it, and it's being able to, I think that's a time where we redefine our identity and we, if we cannot find it, one of the things that I want to suggest is like find an archetype, right? Like you could either find a hero like Wonder Woman and then look and identify all the qualities that that person has or a movie star. And why do they attract you and identify all the qualities and then step into that energy, right? And that word, uh, fake it until you make it, really is powerful because Sometimes we don't know how to be that new identity. So you have to act it out and step into it. Uh, can I, I, this is amazing. This is absolutely beautiful. Um, what do you feel, Gigi, about, you know, what to, to your point, Dr. Angelica, about having those beings who are really in that darkness and we've been there, so we we can we can we can guide them because only when you've been there you can guide someone. You know, like you've been there. So how, it's so true what you said because I remember um, have to create a character. So while I was going through my madness, I actually became obsessed with creating a character that. Mm -hmm. I, that, that, that it's like creating your own movie and movie sets in your head. So you're, you're exercise this, which now it became part of something that I, that, that we do. It's mm -hmm. like you, um, you rehearse. So you're like an actor. I love what you said because it's mm -hmm. such, so if you're listening to this, take that advice, you could even, even write it down, play, play with it, you know, like, Oh, what kind of character could I be Superwoman? or mm -hmm. show yourself, show up as a character and you start creating that character. It's very powerful because that character, like you said, have certain je ne sais quoi that you can kind of create mm -hmm. and play around that. And you'll be surprised how much, how much it's going to help I even have people having photo shoots and mm -hmm. they can, 
really cool because they can create characters around costumes even or something like that. And it's very empowering in the mm -hmm. physical. And you show up with this character to give you the confidence to say what? I'm not stuck. I am flexible. I can change mm -hmm. my ways. There is something there for me. And you'll be so surprised what the universe brings you like a puzzle after that discovery. So thank you, Dr. Angelica, for sharing this because you're absolutely correct. Yeah, because it's like tuning in. It's like a radio station. It's like you have to tune in to the frequency of who you want to become and then be it. But it's like a guitar, Juju. You know the guitar. When you are adjusting it, it, be, it gets untuned, but you have to go back and tune it up so that you hear that sound and rhythm. The same thing with our life. We are a guitar that you have to tune it constantly, daily, so that you become who you want to be. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Very powerful. And Juju talks about that dark place. And for those individuals who are listening today, you may be in a dark place or you've been in a dark place before. What I would tell you is no matter what, to never give up and always get up, get up. God has a purpose for your life. Yeah. You might not understand why he caused a delay or a detour in your life in regards to the plans that you set out for yourself. But understand this, God knows the plans that he has for you. And you might not understand it now, but you will later on. Mm. Let go, let God. Mm. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is beautiful. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. So humble. It's a privilege uh, to, to walk beside you and uh, to stand in your both of your light. It's incredible. It's a privilege. It's an honor. Uh, have so much love and respect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> have a blessed day, ladies. Thank you.